there was a particular shoot, I will say. He messaged me there and uh, he lived down in the south of Calgary. This photography that he was into, I was told it was going to be more of a horror uh, shoot. Okay, yeah. And when I got there and serial killer type things. You oh know, my. I, he was taking out, um, you know, like meat that he had bought from the grocery store, like things like liver and stuff what? like that. And trying to put it beside me and like make it seem like it was, I was like being cut open and I just incredibly uncomfortable. This feels illegal. <laughs> so I cheer for Perfect Storm Athletics on the adult team right now. And believe it or not, everybody is wanting to know how to activate their core properly. And I can tell you, 99% of people are not actually activating it properly. Brought in my P90X again, like I did when I was 14 years right. old. Ripped it for 90 days. And then I lost 54 pounds there. And like uh, four or five yeah. months? For it? Holy yes. smoke. Influencer Insight shares the battles, stories, success of the models, influencers, and entrepreneurs as they find the balance of being influential leaders today while creating long-lasting impact for the future. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another session of Influencer Insights, where I have Ashley Balaje from Calgary, Alberta, joining me today. Uh, she's a mom. She's a fitness coach specifically for women in the Calgary area, and so she's got lots of skills, expertise in how to do bodybuilding, nutrition, and that kind of thing. She's also done some modeling herself, so uh, we're really glad to have Ashley on to join us and talk a little bit about herself and her journey and uh, where she's been till now. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. So good to have you. I know you're between clients today, so you you made some time for the podcast, so we appreciate opening that up uh, in your schedule but tell us a little bit about yourself you're from calgary originally you've got two kids tell us all that background so i am a mom of two i am a personal trainer here at a uh, country hills good life location um specifically for women um i'm in the business of women helping women honestly um modeling myself i i got into it years ago um we have kind of a small modeling community in calgary cool. it's not as uh, big as other places sure. um so everybody tends to know everybody and that opened a lot of doors for me and actually how i got involved with it to begin with was um through a, a local beauty pageant actually so you yeah. were in the beauty pageant or you just I was in the pageant, honestly. I don't, cool. I don't compete anymore. But um, yeah, I, I met a lot of friends, a lot of photographers along the way, and uh, even back then, through the industry, I also am a graphic designer outside cool. of my uh, business here too. So. Yeah. It definitely had many doors in helping with the modeling community, but going forward, health and fitness has become kind of my niche. Kind of thing. So, so did you like was modeling something you wanted to do first, or did you want to do fitness first, or how did that transition take place for you? Well, honestly, with the modeling, um, I got asked originally, and I was I'm kind of one of those people. I wasn't exactly too comfortable behind the camera at first. Um, more so when I got to know everybody, I got a little bit more comfortable. Um, I, I love themed shoots. So I was offered to do a couple of different themed shoots and more trade force than anything at the beginning. And that right. was great. But I, I think going forward to is I was much more confident modeling with other people. Hey, models. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope that you're enjoying the episode. It's Ben here. I just wanted to invite you to the Influencer and Model Support Group on Facebook, where we've got a great growing community of people looking to help support share tips and tricks on how to grow and become and develop as a model. So go on Facebook, 
type in the search influencer and model support group and you'll find us click join you'll be added in and you're going to find a great community of people to support you in your journey so okay some of the best shoots that i ever had was with a large group of photographers and large other group of models what kind of work was it a specific project or was it so believe it or not we actually were taken to a military uh base and cool. we had all these actual real weapons so we had somebody on um on our shoot that was teaching us how to hold the weapons properly and it was kind of like a uh women empowerment thing and there was about 10 of us and it was the best shoot i've ever been on honestly and uh i got some great photos from there but through the years even though we've all kind of gone off into different directions i still have all these girls on facebook all these photographers i know one of them actually shot my wedding so oh cool so enough, a lot of uh a lot of things and i mean i always felt comfortable with these photographers but sure I always felt like they guided me in a sense of a uh, safety and protection on the shoes and who not to work with and right. what to look out for. So right. that's why going forward with my fitness stuff, uh, when I'm working with clients who are involved in the modeling industry, I'll kind of give them that little bit of insight there for just safety and protection for themselves. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things we like to touch on a little bit in our podcast here is that, I mean, being a creative and working and getting together with other people is, is fantastic. And that's the only way you really grow, but you still need to be safe at the end of the day. You don't need to be pushed into doing things you aren't comfortable with right ever. So you said you connect a little bit. Do you still shoot some together besides? I haven't shot in a long time, believe it or not. And I was even looking for my own photography now for doing some sort of a fitness shoot um because i will say this is uh sure. my body transformation through the fitness industry from when i was modeling to where i am now right. um vast difference and we're talking about about 54 pounds in difference wow my goodness <laughs> That's why uh, for me, even now, is uh, I'm actually leaving for Mexico on the 3rd with my husband. And right I'm excited that because I get to take this body to a beach. And Good for you. The first That's time what I'm you getting... work for, right? Yeah, exactly. So that'll be an interesting thing. But I also think as well with the modeling industry in general um, and it being so tiny, all of us tend to talk and we yeah. know different things with photographers. Um, one of the things that we really look out for is what we call it's guy with camera. And yes. this means that there's a photographer out there he's grabbing the camera it's just basic he doesn't actually have the specialization photography or anything but right. he's looking to get in it with some of the models there and um those kind of photographers you get a vibe automatically and right. you as a woman i i feel we want to feel safe but automatically i knew when something wasn't right or if i was being asked to do certain poses asking to declothe you know in certain ways yes. um that was the one thing now i have myself done implied um before and that was okay but the way it was done is with shadowing and everything so it was done in a way that was like respectable but some photographers aren't always that respectful yes. and that's the one thing that i tend to uh talk to some of the younger girls about yes. coming to the community is that they need to look out for certain things they should never feel uncomfortable always come to a shoot with a friend whether even even a boyfriend i mean sometimes it can be a little bit controversial coming with a significant other but right. i don't 
say at least a friend if you yep. do not know that photographer if you do however know the photographer and you've worked with them a matter of times then it should be okay that's different um, yeah don't need to keep your guard up in a way yes, right for sure i think certain situations put people into wherever their mind is sometimes on a certain day can take you into bad places even if you've yeah done things before so having having support along is always a good thing unless you're yeah professional studios or people that are just volunteering time you know watch out for the creeps right i mean with the modeling i've seen nowadays is the one thing that is being accepted around which for me as a woman helping woman kind of person sure seeing that all body positioned and all uh forms of if you're a larger girl or right. you know small girl, it's all being accepted and yes. the same goes for gym and that's why when we have the girls in here it is an only women's gym so they feel comfortable in their own bodies and everything cool. like that but i'm happy to see even those that have a different body that they think wouldn't be appropriate for modeling they're getting out there and yeah. they're getting their shoes and they're feeling confident and you know that's really what the modeling is about is for you your confidence and yep. through all of that if you want to make changes for your body and help self-determination you're yep. going to be able to do a lot more if you have the confidence behind that absolutely yeah everybody's got a level of, uh, of beauty in it and we've also got a lot of angles that don't look good no matter right <laughs> how well you work out right so i mean it, it yeah i think the world going into the more of a, a place of acceptance of everybody is, is a really good thing because people are amazing and we need to celebrate that regardless of where you're at, right? So Yeah, I know. A lot of people I know have actually had the uh, offers to go out and do things like New York Fashion Week. But the cool. problem I have, those kind of things too, mm -hmm. just to uh, for any of our listeners here, yep. um, the problem is, is when you go to some of these modeling shows in New York Fashion Week, what they'll have is they'll have you pay to do them like you are paying to walk right. in that show right i'd really like to push you know if you are a successful model there are things like trade fours but you should never be paying somebody else to model right if they're offering you like a trade that that's appropriate or you know if they're offering you a slight payment to do that that's okay but the problem I have is when photographers, um, designers come to you and they expect you to pay to walk in their show. Right. Um, that's Bizarre. something that, yeah, it, it's something that, you know, even my daughter as well, she's been offered to model on many occasions. Um, cool. She's more of a tumbling type girl. So I don't think runway is exactly what she's into. <laughs> um, but that's okay. I, I, I do have actually a friend of mine, her daughter just did New York Fashion Week and she is an amazing cool. little designer. And she's actually 10 years old, the same wow. age as my daughter. And uh, the only thing that I had a pickle with was the fact that the models were coming in to pay for the show that, Weird. you know, it just didn't seem um, right there in that way. Yep. But I know fully we wanted to support them. We didn't end up going to New York um, eventually. Yeah. But I've also done all of her graphics for the uh, the show itself out in New York and uh, her background. So that was kind of neat to put things out there for that. But yeah. just if you are getting into traveling and whatnot, if uh, they're saying, oh, you know what, you're going to pay to come on this and you're going to get this much photography. Is that really modeling? Yeah, yeah. Just volunteer Something your time. <laughs>
Yeah. So food for thought, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a it's an interesting thing because there's a there's a level of value in you know being able to walk in a show and take get the photos and that sort of thing. But you know, I mean, for especially for the girls, I mean, man, like they they can spend two hours before they even get in the car to go with you know they got to do makeup or hair or whatever. Sometimes they're expected to do all that, and then they got to get to the show, and then they got to get ready. And so, I mean, if there's nothing of value put there, I mean, there's a lot of time and effort and practicing and physical fitness and posing yeah. you know i mean that you got to get ahead of time so have you been a part of any shows or anything in calgary part of the world at all or how does that um, work so recently i haven't done anything specifically in calgary um but i would say years ago i did do a couple of little walks little okay. walks and shows um sure. i'd say little runways that were it was almost like a uh a lounge at night and some some designers were showing their their collections and everything yes. and i joined up for a couple things of those and i didn't expect to be paid for them or anything like that honestly when it came to being in calgary modeling industry we all want to try and help each other um i would say more or less now with me looking into photography now that i'm out of modeling kind of on the outside and seeing right. what photographers do charge i mean i honestly have to agree with them in the sense that their money like they're asking for that amount of money they're worth that price right 100%. the time the effort the editing um as an editor myself i know how much that takes so understanding when a photographer is asking you to come and do uh, a portfolio shoot you know and, and you are going to pay them to do that just know that their their efforts you know they put in a lot of time and money for their yes. schooling and their their tools and and supplies to do that so yes. that is fine you know yep. um if it comes to a sense that somebody is approaching you and asking you to pay certain amounts that's the different part right so that's where you kind of differentiate what's right and what's not in the modeling community right. and you're going to get out of it what you put into it sure. it's just kind of like the fitness industry um i always tell all my clients those who put in the effort are those who get rewarded right, right? every time that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a big deal yeah. um so i want to make sure that everybody understands that coming into this industry you're not just given the upper hand you know it's not like you're gonna hop off the street you're gonna do a couple of shoots and then vogue is gonna approach you and be like come to new yeah. york <laughs> <laughs> it really for the mild few it happened i mean i'm not naomi campbell or Heidi Bloom or anything like that but we just need to know the reality of what it is and yes. how it is. So um, a lot of the younger ones, to be honest, and I, I have friends where their daughters are now a little bit older and they're coming to me and they're going, you know, you were in the modeling industry. How do you get into it? And everything like that. Um, you have to work your way up. And one of the uh, people in our city who I had actually the greatest respect for, God mm. rest her soul, is um patty falconer so patty okay. falconer away and uh she used to run you know miss miss calgary and everything so i know lisa harrigan she runs that pageant so lisa specifically she ran the sun and salsa pageant that i got involved with and i have a lot of my um you know support through the modeling community actually through her because cool. she 
started things and kind of that's how the door is opened and she's still doing you know coaching for Miss Calgary and I think she actually runs the whole system now um, from Patty Faulkner when she passed away and uh, doing things like that I feel safe you know along the way with my journey Um, I, I look back at it now as a positive experience I really have to say I have never had an experience with a photographer where I've felt incredibly unsafe like where i need to kind of run from the situation there was a particular shoot i will say uh years ago so this person had messaged me we used to use model mayhem a lot i don't Mm -hmm. know if it's thing um model mayhem he messaged me there and uh he lived down in the south of calgary i had a friend with me come um this photography that he was into it, I was told it was going to be more of a horror kind of like uh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. And when I got there and he wanted almost like serial killer type things. You oh know, my. Incredibly uncomfortable. This feels illegal. <laughs> he was taking out, um, you know, like meat that he had bought from the grocery store, like things like liver and stuff what? like that. And trying to put it beside me and like make it seem like it was, I was like being cut open and I just... That there was where I kind of draw the line. And I like, I ended the shoot and I was like, you know what? Thank you so much. This is not for me. me. I really uh, don't want to see pictures of me looking like I've been mutilated. Yeah. (laughs) So that that was an uncomfortable part. But I will say that photographer specifically, um, I didn't hear anything after like, you know, and, but he didn't also force anything upon it. It was kind of like just an awkward situation. Um, just something I remember in the industry, but other than that, I think that was the worst experience I ever had as a model. Well, and probably, I mean, like you you probably wouldn't have done it if you knew what you were getting into, but that's kind of something you probably want to go over a little bit beforehand, right? (laughs) And I mean, the way he explained it, it was like, I mean, I thought I was going to be in some sort of like spooky forest, dry ice kind of deal, like Halloween kind of thing. Could be fun. He he took it 10 steps to where (laughs) I just had no idea where we were going. (laughs) Oh, well, that's a good one. I've never heard. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) I kind of want to look at his other work to see what else he's done now, but uh, that's crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember the photographer's name. To be honest with you, it'd probably be best for him to not continue. Yeah. <laughs> we won't expose him. <laughs> well, unless he wants to call it Rob Zombie, you know, there's yeah. something sure he yeah. could work on. But... <laughs> Definitely a niche for him somewhere in the world. So, exactly. all the best. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Well, that's a that's a good story anyway it's something to kind of look back on and laugh a little bit but um there's definitely people have seen some pretty weird things in this industry and it yeah it never ceases to amaze me that different dynamics like people think that modeling is you know what i got into they're like oh you're just going to be up on your stage and you're like you know gotcha all the time right and it was like there's a lot more facets to the whole thing right you know whether you're doing runway or pageant or you're shooting right and and it's yeah where people get kind of lost in the, in the details sometimes. So that's funny. Um, so what about your work now? What do you, what do you like to do about the the fitness thing? I know you're working with women and trying to help them grow and that sort of thing. What kind of got drew you into that from, from your experience with the modeling industry? Okay. So this is going to be a big one. <laughs> Good. I like that. So, 
So one thing is that, uh, you know what, I was an elite soccer player when I was younger, before I modeled and everything like that. Um, I competed my entire life. I went to the National Sports Academy at Central Memorial High School, and uh, it was great. But by the time I had turned 17, 18, all I had done was compete, and I wanted to enjoy my life. I wanted yeah. to party a little bit, and uh, so I I did just that. Um, I stopped with soccer and um, I eventually met my husband cool. actually through a nightclub. And oh. um, that was, I was, <laughs> was fun story. very, very young. And uh, so everything took off from that. And he's originally from Montreal. Awesome. Um, so we started our lives together and I, I expected our daughter at, at the age of 20 and had her um, close to 21. So right uh, months after we got married and uh, you know what? Things kind of picked up over the next 10 years where I forgot about my fitness. I, yeah. I really let go of things. Um, I developed a state of depression that was right. really, really strong and, and it was a problem. COVID came along, it swept up my graphic design business and all my clientele a lot and uh, right. felt even worse. And then even on top of that, my husband and I were having trouble having a second child. Mm. And uh, that was a difficulty. So I kind of put a pin in everything and uh, had a fallout with a group of friends that literally, uh, I would say, was a big, big turning point for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to get back running again. So I started to run. And then... Brought in my P90X again, like I did when I was 14 years right. old, out and uh, yeah. ripped it for 90 days. And then from May 2021 to October of 2021, I lost 54 pounds there. And again, uh, four or five yeah. months for it. Holy yes. smoke. I blew through it and I found out I was expecting my son two weeks after hitting my goal weight. Very so, exciting. Wow. Yeah, it was exciting. But then I went through um, a little bit of body dysmorphia, weight climbing right. back on again. I still yeah. ran all the way through my pregnancy. Then when I had him in June of 2022 there, um, I was, you know what? I, I didn't want to stop this health journey. I knew I had to get back going to Keep it going. again. One of the things the doctors tell all of us as women is uh, you need to not lift anything. Six to eight weeks, nothing. But then we go home. We lift up our 60-pound dog. We drag around our 40-year-old <laughs> on our hip. Why yep. can't we lift anything? You know, right. And actually one of the most damaging things physicians can tell these women after giving birth. Um, because most of them, they don't go back. They don't go back at all. You know, so we, after having my daughter, I did nothing. Mm -hmm. um, so June, uh, I had him on June 18th, July 18th. I hit the ground running again. I said, no more. I said, I'm doing this again. Um, this time is the last time I'm doing this. Right. So weight had kind of crept on and uh, sure. I, I managed to do keto, but I was also studying in between that time. I had already made the decision. This career path was not working for me. I needed something else. Right. So I started studying for my uh, CPT, my certified per personal training um, certification. Right. Yep. I got that. And then cool. once that uh i started at good life so four months after i gave birth um my husband who also he's amazing um he literally stayed home with our little ones because good he man. was a job too so we role reversed cool. um from the fact that he was out two to three months at a time when i was at home with my daughter for those like 10 years 
Um, it, it was a struggle for him at first, but then I started to study for my nutrition um, certification and got that. Then it was bodybuilding. Um, then it was strength and conditioning. And so now here we are in um, September and I've literally nailed off all those certifications. I'm almost a year in as a personal trainer. I hold down um, eight long-term clients right now and about 10 other packages on the side. So about 18 a month right, right now. On. Oh, so um, so it, it's very successful. But when I hit my goal weight again in January, it was all about maintaining. Mm. Now, I've used certain bodybuilding methods over the past, like I would say, six months with my own body. Right. Just this summer, I went through more of a bulk and then yep. a cut where um, currently right now, my muscles, I'm extremely proud of where they've stood. And sure. uh, my clients are all successful. They're happy. And I would say mental game. It's changed my life for the better. I'm brighter. I'm more positive. I have yep. self-determination and it's consistent all the way through. Right. And so much so that my husband and I have never had a honeymoon. We've never celebrated. We did not celebrate our 10 year marriage anniversary. It is his birthday on the first and he's never left the country before. So we are taking our first trip together outside the country to Mexico in, in about or so. And, uh, it, it's going to be phenomenal, but both of us deserve a break, and yeah, both absolutely. of us are so hard, right? So, we're in Mexico. Uh, we're going to Puerto Vallarta, actually. Nice. Yeah, last minute deal, and uh, my husband booked it last week. I didn't think so. I thought we were going on a cruise to Alaska. <laughs> this will be but, a lot better. <laughs> a lot better. A lot better. So it's going to be fantastic. But I, I think just with the fitness journey in general for me right now, I set goals for myself. Yeah. I've always been about competing. Right. And competing for me, I could have chosen right now to do a bodybuilding show, which yep. I am quite and lean and I'm pretty much performance ready at this point. However, I've just gotten comfortable wearing a bikini again. Cool. Standing on stage in some of the demeaning poses, unfortunately, I have such a respect for those women who are competing in bodybuilding mm -hmm. right now. Sure. Me, it just didn't line up as well. It's a little bit more training away from my kids, and I'm already at it about two hours a day as it is. Not ready for that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then CrossFit. Um, I could join CrossFit Affiliate because I do a lot of CrossFit performance stuff right now. Sure. However, that's another fee, another gym, more training away. Right. So I run. I love to run. And right now so I'm running towards 60 kilometers for next year for my ultra marathon. Wow. Um, so I'm putting in about 25 kilometers on Saturday. So even today, after this podcast, I got 25 kilometers to go run. So. <laughs> well, I'm glad you came on here first because that would be, I'd feel really bad if you did that. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm not too tired after I manage it. I mean, a lot of people are kind of like, how could you do that? But that's crazy. even so, right now, my route in Calgary, if, if you're a Calgarian listening, um, is down by Angel's Cafe in Bonus, and I run home and I live uh, behind that ugly blue ring of 96. So that's how far I am running to and from right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you mind if with the bodybuilding thing, it's it's not something I've ever done, but it's always kind of interested me. What's like if a, if a show is or competition is six months out, what are kind of the steps to prepare yourself to get there? 
So the first thing is going to be making sure that you're up your, your protein intake. I will say this, nutrition goes hand in hand with this. Mm. It's understanding your macros. Um, most people think that losing weight and getting show ready is cutting out carbohydrates, which honestly is not the case at all. Why would you cut your body off a source, an energy source that it needs to begin with? with right, right? Um, scientific studies recently have shown that upping the protein intake but keeping the carbohydrates and the fats now healthy fats for that matter at right. a relative neutral level will give you the fat burning stages that you need mm. to start eating bodybuilding show um i will say this though it takes a really consistent resistance plan to do that right. um top of me running which my cardio and that's just cardio i am putting in about 45 minutes to an hour a day of resistance training now not all the way through in the sense that i will add yoga pilates and stretching and i stretch like nobody's business because of the way that i am using my body every day right. yep. um and that's why all of these things if you group them together, it's a certain setting that it'll take to do this. It's, anybody can wake up and be like, I want to be a bodybuilder. But it actually takes, first off, how bad do you want it? Because it takes sacrifice, right? Yes. And the things that sacrifice to train like I do, um, I didn't have the mental game to do that a couple years ago. Right. But now I'm healthy up top here which certainly I was falling in that game. That is the first thing you need to get under control. Um, when I'm waking up in the morning, even because I had significant weight on me for quite a bit of time, I'd wake up and go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay, it's still gone, you know? So Great. you have that scare. And that's wow. why when you're training for bodybuilding, the body dysmorphia issues can fluctuate like you wouldn't believe. So yes. yeah. keep your mental health in check. Line up your nutrition, make sure you're looking after your macros, protecting your body with stretching and making sure we're maintaining any injuries. Things like the knees go on me quite quickly because of all my running. I run right. with patella bands. I'm also doing a lot of my stretching in the sauna to create that blood flow, right? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's uh, better than icing. When I was icing at first, that was the problem. And my, uh, mm. I go a uh, CrossFit kind of regimen class every single week. And my coach, listen, he, he said to me, stop icing it. it it's literally damaging your knee. So I, I started heat treatments all the way through. And uh, that's why they're a lot stronger and mm. able to keep going. And uh, the one thing I'm most excited for when I get down to Mexico, believe it or not, not just sitting on the beach, I want to run the beach. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Running in the sand. It's a little different experience than pavement for sure but yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> i uh i love that because it fitness to me I, I won't lie working out isn't my favorite thing to do but it really i like the results of it of course but it's also the kind of the mental game that really makes the difference right because i mean the physical stuff's good and that's where you see the results but you mentioned that a little bit you got your mind kind of right in the right place uh what was what was that experience like like what was there a bottom point where you're kind of like ah just sick of living the way I was or, and what did you do to kind of bring some of those mental health pieces back into place? Okay. So I will say this. I was in the pageant industry um, for children for years. Um, sure. My daughter was in the pageant circuit for six years. Okay. And um, we went to California. We competed pageant extravaganza. I knew all these women for years. 
I created a little group of friends. Um, it was roughly the five of us. And it was for about three years. Every single morning, we call each other. Good morning. How's it going? All this and that. Um, I had a great relationship with them. However, there was one thing about these women. They were all obsessed with the keto diet and losing weight and things like that. However, I wanted no part in it. I did not want to do the keto diet. Lots Um, of bacon, no bread. (laughs) Right. And then at that point, like, I mean, I was struggling with myself too. They, they saw it, they knew, and I would go to invent to them, but there became a point where at my daughter's birthday party a couple of years ago, one of the children had misbehaved and damaged my daughter's brand new present. And Mm. I confronted her about it. And all the girls kind of grouped together, said I was too harsh on her and everything. Made my apologies. I even sent one of them chocolates in Edmonton. I brought them each flowers, tried to make up the situation. Sure. And one of them turned to me and she was who I thought was most my friend. And she said to me, yeah, we're not going to talk to you every day anymore. You're going to have to whittle your way back into the group. We all created this other group. You're on the out now. So you're going to have to crawl your way back in. <laughs> I said to them. Wow. No, thank you. I will never talk to you again. And still to this day, from that very moment, I have never said a word to her ever Mm. again. And I never will. But she is my driving reason and my driving point. And uh, what I did is I was crying my eyes out for about two weeks. It felt like I had broken up with a boyfriend after such a tight group, right? right? Yeah, it was horrible. And so I was crying all the time. I was sitting in the shower, grabbing myself and go, why, why? My husband came up to me and said, honey, I love you, but what do you want me to do about it? Mm-hmm. That's right. What was he going to do? Was he going to lose it? Because he wasn't going to lose it for me, right? Yeah. I had to literally get my head on straight. And at that point, I'm not going to lie to you. I was having very negative thought process to where to the point where if I didn't get things in check, not only should I have been in a rehab center for like a mental game or whatever, I may have actually taken my own life at some point. I was not close. And I looked at my daughter and she needed me. Yeah. I said, you know what? I need to do something and I need to do something now. So I did. And that's when I started running. So when you begin to run, it releases the endorphins in your brain. Okay. It makes you a lighter, a lot happier. Um, so that's why running became like a big niche. And I mean, running was in my blood. My my dad was a cross-country runner. And I always did cross-country when I was younger, too. So it just came naturally, right? Sure. However... Because I hadn't done it in a while. My knees were not tolerating it the first month. So my right. knees just stopped working on me after a month. Right. And I had to literally go on the elliptical, um, subside all that um, oh, to get it back. And then over time, just my mental game kind of changed with me doing all these changes along the way. Um, the keto diet, which is a great tool for certain means, I do not suggest it for average weight loss because I even turned to all these women. I said, okay, y'all did the keto. I'm going to do keto. I'm going to do it better than you all ever did. And I did. Um, I did three straight months of it. Uneducated. Um, also smoking two packs a day, might I add. Okay. Wow. I was a two pack smoker. And uh, I, I decided, do you know what? this like the keto it made me lose my hair i did not know that you had to supplement with it i did it because right. all the celebrities doing it and the way these yeah. women do it you go oh no i'm going on vacation in two weeks i'm gonna go to 
do keto and then I'm going to eat what I want, gain it yeah. all back, and then I'm going to go back on keto again to Start lose it. It's just yo-yo dieting. It's unhealthy. And, and to be honest, it's meant for a diabetic to manage their glycemic index. So this average diet shouldn't be used in ill cause. Now, the only thing I will vouch for it is it is a body reset. Hmm. Um, so with doing this, it had reset my body enough to go through a healthy pregnancy. So I okay. do say that keto was the reason I probably had my son and also doing the weight loss, weight right. loss um, helps pregnancy in, in a way that people don't even know. Hmm. Um, so that's why I, I would suggest anybody out there trying to get pregnant or trying to have a baby, weight loss does make a bit of difference, right? Okay. Even interesting if those average changes for yourself. Yeah. Um, so after all of this, I would say to where I am today, I can literally turn to someone and uh, speak for myself and be like, no, do you know what? I have determination, consistency. Mm. I feel respect for myself, a respect mm. for myself that I never had before. Right. And I was also, I will say, I'm so glad that I, I, I decided to actually use a little part of my smart ideas at that point to be like, you know what, you deserve something better. Do this right. because you're not going to, you're not going to be here if you don't, you know? Yep. And uh, my daughter, she's proud of me now to where she goes to school and stuff. And she's like, Oh, you met my dad, but wait till you meet my mom. Like my mom's so fit and stuff like this. <laughs> and honestly, it makes me so proud when she says things like that, but I just want her to look up to me. Mm. And now my son, I mean, my son's 15 months old now, sure. uh, but the one greatest gift that my husband and I could have given my daughter was to quit smoking. Right. And we smoked all the way through her little life. Now, I did quit when I was pregnant with her. However, we were getting married two months after having my mother-in-law and my mom in the same room. <laughs> I, I could not I could not do it. So um I, I started back up again. My husband was extremely disappointed, but he again started off too. This time when I saw the window and my pregnancy was here with my son, I said, This is my window. We're yeah. done. I, I told him you can do it at your own pace this time. Like I wasn't yeah. gonna push my husband. He did a couple of weeks after I did, and now it's about a year and a half later and Good for you guys. I, better and the money you save as well it's, it's like another car payment yes you got it <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy i i have lots of friends that that got stuck on smoking and i'm glad i never ventured into that one because i can see it's a it's a real challenge and you know it's once you get it. used to that it's it's hard to replace those calming things I mean, in your life right yes and and i would say the one thing that i was having a smoker's cough all the time and i was sure. coughing all the the phlegm that used to come up in the morning. Yeah. I used to be one of those people, don't talk to me unless I've had my smoke in the morning. Yeah. Even in the first round of weight loss that I did, mm. people used to tell me, you know, because my 5K right now comes in about 24 minutes, okay? Okay. Um, to me, why do you run so fast? And I told them I was running home just to kick my cigarette. Cigarette. <laughs> But now it's like, I mean, the running that I do, I, I can say fully is like, there's no way I'd be running 25.8 kilometers on a weekend. No kidding. Cigarettes that I, I yeah. once did. There's no way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. And and what a goal to achievement to hit that, right? Because it's not just that you quit the smoking, but now you've got some other thing that kind of re reaffirming that, that change in your life. So that's awesome. Very cool. Good for you guys. That. Yeah, and what a gift to give your kids too, right? That they 
don't have to get stuck in that same cycle for them too. So, so next few years, what are the, what are the ambitions for Ashley and the things that you're, you're doing now you're on this 60 K run journey. That's the next one. But, uh, yeah, honestly, I, I'm I'm excited to get my running certification and glute specialization because in here, um, in this women's gym, I battle a world full of TikTok on an everyday basis. Yes, I get it's super helpful, right? Here and they put up their phone to me and they go, "I need this big bum," and I yeah. go, "That's fine, Brazilian butt lift," but, but I can't give you that. <laughs> and I can't help you with certain other things. That's down the street. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of them even come in here and uh, some of them are moms and, and they've forgotten about themselves as well. And they want to know how to activate their core. And believe it or not, everybody is wanting to know how to activate their core properly. And I can tell you 99% of people are not actually activating it properly. Um, so if you were activating your core... In this gym, I have everybody speaking parcel tongue. And I say this is like everybody's seen Harry Potter, if you have. Um, so blowing out with an S sound through your mouth. So when you're mm-hmm. exerting, uh, you're breathing, breathing in, blowing it out. Use that S sound through the teeth. It's going to wrap in your rectus abdominis and mm. it's going to vacuum in all your stomach muscles so you're activating it properly. So now when I'm running, I actually activate it properly. So for the first time ever, which is my biggest point for my uh, my stomach, I'm seeing abs coming through. And wow. that's a big deal for me as a mom of two, um, especially sure. when you got those tiger stripes all down your stomach. I mean, I live with those proudly, but at the same time, I was looking into plastic surgery. I have so many people coming in saying, tummy tuck, all of this, do me a favor, give it your best shot naturally first. Sure. Don't need gastro bypass. Do we really need to spend 15 to 20 grand? Like there's certain parts that can't be fixed by exercise, but yes. As a mom, like, you know what? Everybody, like, got those tiger stripes. So if you were able to flatten your stomach and uh, just be happy with what you already have and and look at those as, like, that gave you your your kids, right? Yeah. Live with it. You don't need to spend 20 grand on mommy makeover. There's so much you can do at first. Um, However, disclaimer to all of these listeners um when you are working out i had a lovely set of 38 double d's on my chest at one point um i no longer have them i had a b as in barely anything there (laughs) (laughs) however um i always had those back pains and i I, even when i was running you know it's kind of nice to not have them smacking me in the face now i would imagine yeah yeah so you do end up losing a little bit of your chest. And as a bodybuilder, um, myself doing pull-ups and push-ups on a regular basis using pectoralis major, they're going to be going down. It does happen. But would I go in and get breast implants? I, do you know what? I don't think so. And the Mm. reason being is because what if I go in there and it wasn't done properly, you know, and, uh, or my body rejects it, you know, why would I go through all trouble when I'm so physically active it would already put a damper on what I'm doing now so I mean each to her own anybody that wants to get breast implants if that's an insecurity for you absolutely but I will say this if my husband didn't care about them at all um to be honest I wouldn't care about them either (laughs) what does it matter right (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And I I like being able to grab the size small off the rack and whatever it is and wear it and look good in it now. Um, right. Do I need a large set of breasts? Even being a mom of two, I'm, I will say this, I don't need to flaunt out there. Like, that's not my goal anymore. Right. So um, I, I feel pretty confident with just, you know, having the smaller chest. It's kind of nice to have a break when you've had a larger chest most of your life anyways and that's the feeling point and i mean if if somebody doesn't like it like for me it doesn't matter anymore because right. i have my kids i have my family i have nobody i'm trying to impress right so yeah out for <laughs> well and you're it, it's always i think what are you celebrating right you know like your fitness aspect you put in hours and focus in that right and so what are, what are people needing to see, right? And, and what are you trying to celebrate? I think that's really something to remember too. So, so. Exactly. Yeah. Lots of good info there on, on people and how to get started and, and how to get moving forward. I think you've got a program in Calgary, Good Life, and specifically for women. So what are, what are some, how do people get started if they wanted to start working with you or? Well, what they would do is they can send me a message, ashley.belanger at goodlifefitness.com. You can email me there. You can also follow me on Instagram at hit, H-I-I-T, fit, A-B, 23 is my Instagram. So, and then I, I post things on an average basis. And you know what? Cool. I, some of the stuff is a little bit intense, but the one thing I will say, I do wear many hats on top of all of this. I am also a cheerleader. So I cheer for Perfect Storm Athletics on the adult team right now. My Ooh. daughter is Icequake this year. We are a storm proud family. And uh, definitely cheerleading has been amazing for my daughter, both myself. So I was basing last year, but they have me flying this year, which has been quite unique. But every Sunday I, I go in starting in the fall and uh, we have our showcase in November. So we perform there. Now, I have been asked to do a world team. Um, oh. However, with my scheduling and my clientele, unfortunately, I can't take on doing a world team um, because you do have to commit Big to commitment. certain yep. going to Orlando and Daytona Beach, all that stuff. But I, right. uh, I already pay thousands for my daughter too. So this, you know, the adult team itself, You're we get it. everything from it, and I enjoy it, and I also get to feel how my daughter feels up there as a flyer. Yeah, that's very cool. What a cool thing to do together, right? Because then you can compare notes or help train or whatever right so exactly exactly well cool. i tell everybody it's like even in my graphic design i uh create certain things and certain means um posting for inspiration and sure. one of my newest things is they said so barbie everybody's seen the new barbie movie mm -hmm. barbie said i could be anything so yes. i became bodybuilding crossfit running cheerleader perfect <laughs> perfect and anybody that's else that's yeah <laughs> yeah for anybody listening i think that's a that's a good thing to remember right and, and you know we've all got different interests and again i talked about that at the beginning where there's lots of different facets to the modeling thing right you know where some people are into the competitions and some people are into the you know getting cheerleading pageants and and remembering to be the barbie that yeah you want to be right so Exactly. And my my biggest thing is right now my logo, even on my bra right now, even on my water bottle, even on my computer is a sure. uh, barbell Barbie is my newest thing. Barbell Barbies. <laughs> nice. yeah. That's a great branding. Well, wow, good job. Yeah. <laughs> you must must be a graphic designer. So <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cool. 
Um, my, my final thought and social media, social media, but at the end of the day, I think if, if people blew up or you went viral, you know, there's, there's an opportunity to share a message with the rest of the world, especially being a mom. Uh, what, what would be something you'd want people to know from Ashley's heart on the Brad broad picture? Um, one thing I'd like them to know is uh, honestly, even though they may see things on social media with me and like, I mean, amazing skills and whatnot, uh, it does not go painless. Um, mm. You know, I, I, I have had a lot of a, a hard journey doing this. Posting it on social media, I will say is that as a um, personal trainer, my manager, when I started this job, told me that there was going to be a social media aspect to this. And I always had Facebook. I'm about 16 years of Facebook, to be honest, and just solely that. I never really used my Instagram. I had one for my graphic design. I still have it, um, mm -hmm. but it's very light. Here, I had to start posting a little bit more fitness-wise, and I'm very nervous in that aspect. Is I'm not one of those people that actually wants to go viral because I get like a little bit embarrassed and closed off. And yep. being here. <laughs> to all of this so wearing hearing aids and being actually when i take out my hearing aids i am about 98 percent deaf um okay. completely. Well. so i was nervous i wanted to be behind my computer um i was scared a lot of the time yep. and do you know what? people will say all the time with posting and everything yep. like you have to have some people are influencers. Some people do a really good job and they camera really well. For me, I get nervous about it. I go over things dozens of times and even just making sure it's like edited in a certain way. So I'm not shoving it in anybody's face. I want to make sure it's like supportive. Those people looking at this, maybe just one of them out there. Um, I don't know who it is, but maybe some of them will take it and use it in their own lives and make it mm -hmm. a little bit better. I know that that one person watching, they always say people posting all the time and, and their fitness and their gym stuff. Yep. Oh, nobody cares about your fitness and stuff. Nobody cares. You can do that. That's fine. You don't have to look, but for those that are looking at it as a kind of like a role model or looking at certain techniques, you know, keep doing it because that one person, it makes a difference to someone, you know, and if you, are helping someone if I can help change somebody's life just minorly whether it's my clients whether it's on social media or head yeah. them in a certain direction I've done my job I feel like I've done what I need to do and what I actually set out to do cool. so that's kind of why just make sure when you're posting if you feel confident about it if you're proud of that moment show the world just yeah. because maybe you have a disability which certainly I have a disability because in the gym, people will come up to me and I'm actually listening through music through my hearing aids or they'll talk to me. I have no idea. Yeah, right. And just... uh, yeah, <laughs> right. And so I don't want to seem rude or anything, but I get really, really tongue tied sometimes too. I mean, it may seem like I'm really well spoken here, but you are, but anyway, you know, a lot of practice, a lot sure. of practice. I do um, lip read a lot. And right. I actually lost majority of my hearing um, this year. Okay. And I had, I was able to hear a little bit beforehand. Um, now they actually do want me to have the cochlear implant. Oh. However, I can't do it because they want a wire going down my back when I have a barbell on my back, you know, and I, 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 they, I wouldn't be able to swim anymore. I wouldn't be able to take it off my head. And if I couldn't change the processing fee on the recorder, then I have an implant and it doesn't work. Right. Right. 
there's so many different aspects that people don't know. And then when I yeah. actually don't have them on me and somebody's trying to get a hold of me or they're trying to literally coordinate, you have no idea how disabling it feels. Like it, it yeah. makes me feel most dumb, you know? Mm. And uh and I do my best, but that's why doing all of this empowers me. And yeah. I know that I'm worth a certain point and just know whoever's listening out there, your determination, your efforts, they are not going unnoted, mm. um, noted to somebody and they matter. So yes. keep going. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And I, yeah, your story is really fascinating there, Ashley, because you've, you seem to have been on a good track and then things have kind of maybe didn't always work out and, but then you kind of came back and you just keep going. And that's, you know, some people, it just seems like they, they pretend like it just all happens and in a day and everything's good after that's happy ever after. But, but for you, I appreciate you sharing your story about that. It's a life's a journey, right? There's dips and dives and, and things come and go. Right. So, ebbs and flows, exactly. so. so thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate that. And we are going to follow you and, try and track down your cheerleading videos or something like that to see where you're yeah, at in that. that they're online <laughs> so anybody who wants to follow along you know is like come on down yeah. I, I definitely am a lot less nervous about posting than i was a couple months ago so i get some created stuff out there every so yeah. often on my page and uh if it helps you along with learning a new skill or anything like that as uh jump into it you know we all have to start somewhere um just find where you're comfortable at and uh, grow from there right yes. yep. don't be scared to try a challenge watch watch where you're at right so awesome. cool all right well thank you for joining us and we'll look forward to catching up with you down the road but uh say take care for today so. thank you so much <laughs> hey there really appreciate you joining the influencer insights podcast today if you've enjoyed this episode i just would ask that you share it with a friend and give the video a like or the podcast rating whether you're listening on spotify apple podcast or your favorite other player anywhere else that really helps us share the message and grow this community as well so thanks for that take care have a great day